welcome to Wedding Wednesdays with Weddings Online. My name is Kelly and I'm a former wedding planner and blogger and I'm obsessed with weddings. If you're planning a wedding in Ireland, you're in the right place. You're going to learn the tried and tested methods to planning your dream wedding without the added stress. Think of this as your one-stop shop for everything to do with planning your wedding in Ireland. With me, your new wedding planning bestie and a cup of tea. This is Wedding Wednesdays with Weddings Online. Hello and welcome to a new episode of Wedding Wednesdays with Weddings Online. Today we're going to be talking about all things fun because if you're going to be having a wedding, if you're hosting your guests, your friends and family, you want to host a fun wedding. Obviously it's going to be romantic, it's going to be very special because you're going to exchange vows, that's a given, but you want your wedding to be fun. So, Today I'm going to walk you through a list of things that you can do. Some of them are very practical things. Some of them are just slight tweaks to the way you might be thinking. Um, But I guarantee you that if you take my advice, you're going to end up hosting the most fun wedding and all your guests are going to have the best time, which of course, that's what you want to do. You you, You want to host your guests and say, hey, have the best day because we are about to have a fun wedding. So before we get started, this is what I want you to do. Think back to a wedding or an event that you've been to that is memorable for the right reasons and think about what it was that made it so memorable, something that made it really fun. Now, I can guarantee you it wasn't the flashy, expensive things that the hosts um, invested in. It wasn't the perfect decor. It wasn't the little details. It was probably something that made you feel special. It was probably something that got you into acting. It could have been, um, you know, some element of the day that got you into acting with people that you hadn't met before. There's normally something that happens at a wedding or an event that makes people go, oh my gosh, this is so much fun. And it's normally not those tiny details that we tend to get stressed about. So I'm certainly not saying that you should forget the tiny details, but for today, we're talking about hosting a fun wedding. And so we're going to focus on the big picture. So let's get started. Very first thing, if you want to host a wedding that is fun for everyone, the first thing that you need to do is you need to relax. Just relax, take it easy. And what I mean by this is before you get to the wedding day, remove any traditions that just don't feel like you. Some traditions are very special and meaningful and there there are things that you include in your wedding because they actually mean something to you and there's symbolism behind the tradition and you want to embrace that. If that's you, then go for it that's a great thing to do. So for my wedding, my husband and I, we decided to cut the cake. That's a thing that couples do. Um, But we deliberately chose to cut the cake. We didn't just do it because that's what you do. And we made a moment of it. So the thing that was slightly less traditional for us is that when we cut our cake, we did it right after the ceremony with all our guests. And then only some of those guests joined us at the next location for our reception. Um, It's not traditional and in Irish weddings not a lot of people do things like that but what we wanted was for everyone at the ceremony to feel like they were part of the celebration it was kind of like a nod to the type of wedding that our parents generation was having where they didn't have big receptions they had the ceremony and then it was cake and tea afterwards and so we cut our cake deliberately traditionally but in a non-traditional way and um, it was a special thing for us 
So my advice to you is when I'm saying relax, I'm saying if you're going to incorporate any traditions into your wedding, do it thoughtfully, do it deliberately, do it with purpose. And anything that doesn't feel like you, anything that feels a little bit too stiff and just not quite right, just don't do it. It's your wedding. You can do things the way you want to. And if you relax into it, it'll end up being fun for everyone. Now, the second part of relaxing is what you do on the day. If you, as a host, are relaxed, you're having a great time, your guests will be the same. They will also relax and they will also have a good time. So the more stressed and wound up you are, the more uncomfortable people around you will start to feel. And the opposite is true. If you're just having a great time and you don't care about the details, you don't care that you know the timeline isn't going perfectly according to plan, no one else will notice that anything is slightly off and they will just be having a fun time with you. So that's why I said that one first, because it's probably the most important one, which is to relax. My final tip that I'm going to share is probably my second most important one. So you don't want to miss that one. So stick around to the last tip. But if you are struggling to relax, I actually created a guided meditation that we did a few weeks ago, and I'm going to pop a link to that in the notes for this episode. Um, In the guided meditation, we did the three, four, five breathing, which helps you to really relax. We did some affirmations to remind you of what you're doing, why you're planning your wedding, and why it's so meaningful. And we also had... um, We just had some walkthroughs of visualizations of what the day is going to be like and what you're picturing and just imagining yourself on the day, feeling relaxed and no stress at all. So if you're struggling to relax because you're worried about the wedding, take a listen to the guided meditation. You can do it at any point in the wedding planning journey. In fact, you could do it the night before the wedding if you want to or the morning of the wedding. Where Whenever you feel like it's best to listen to it, I hope that it helps you to de-stress and relax. But let's fly through the rest of the list. Um, next thing that you can do, if you want to host a wedding that is fun for everyone, you want to be thoughtful. Now, there are a few ways you can be thoughtful. Um, it could be things like how you welcome your guests. So if you're getting married in the heat of summer, sometimes knowing that your guests have been driving from all over the country to get to your wedding venue, sometimes it's nice to welcome them with something to drink. And you might be thinking, oh, I just don't have the budget for that. You could do something really simple like water with lemon in the water. Super simple, doesn't cost you anything and it just shows your guests that you care, that you recognize they've driven from far and they will start to have fun because they feel looked after. Something else could be the way you seat your guests. If you seat your guests thoughtfully, you're setting them up to have an amazing reception dinner with the people around them. So it could be things like putting people with other people that they know Or if they don't know anyone else, it's putting them with people that they would get along with. And my biggest tip when it comes to seating people is don't do the singles table. I've said it so many times on the podcast and I stand by it. No one wants to sit at a singles table. No one wants to be grouped by their relationship status. So if you have single friends, unless they are a group of friends that all know each other, don't seat them together, but seat them with other people that they know or people that they would really enjoy spending time with. So as you can tell, Thinking about these thoughtful things doesn't always have to be a big expensive thing. It's just the way you consider how your guests will experience your wedding as you make decisions. And then on the day, they'll have a great time. Item number three. Yes, we're on to number three. We're talking about no awkward gaps. So consider your wedding timeline. And if you were a guest at your own wedding, You would want to have a day that flows smoothly, a day that doesn't feel too rushed, but a day that also doesn't have long gaps of time where no one knows what to do. 
This is particularly important for guests who don't know many people. If you're at a wedding and you've got loads of friends, if you're kind of standing around, um, you can be chatting with people that you know. But when you don't know lots of people and you're you're not yet seated in the reception venue, but you're not quite doing anything, you're just standing waiting, it can be really awkward and it can make the day feel very long if there are these long periods of time when nothing is happening. So my advice is to plan a wedding where the timeline flows really smoothly. Um, So I'm going to drop a link to an episode that I've recorded where we specifically address ways that you can avoid those awkward gaps. It's got to do with the timing of things. It's got to do with the way you communicate things to your guests. And sometimes it's including um, some kind of event or activity or something in the timeline to feel like people are actually doing something, which helps them to have a great time instead of feeling like they're standing around waiting. So I'll drop a link to that episode in the notes as well, because I think it'll be very helpful for you to flesh out your timeline thoughtfully. Next item, make your wedding interactive. And there's so many ways you can do it. It could be having fun props on the dance floor. It could be asking your guests to take photos together, because whenever people take photos together, they're laughing, they're having fun. It could be having board games available during the dancing for guests who just don't really like to dance. Um, It could be, you know, getting people's music requests so that you know that when the dancing begins, you're playing songs that your guests are going to have fun dancing to. And maybe some other interactive things like a glitter station or a place where they can get fake tattoos. Just those types of like fun little details that you don't need to have, but they just make it fun and interactive. Okay, next thing. This is a big one. If you want your wedding to be fun for everyone, consider having shorter speeches. And this is how you do it. You give each person who's doing a speech a specific amount of time, knowing that they're probably going to go over that time. So you give them less time than what you're allocating in your timeline. I know that sounds really complicated, but this is what I mean. Let's say you're having four speeches and you've designated about 25, 26 minutes or so, maybe half an hour on your your wedding timeline for those speeches. Don't take your, let's say, 30 minutes and divide it by the four people because then people will go over time and then you will have less time to do other things on the day because suddenly your 30-minute gap for speeches has become 45. Instead, if you work out that each guest needs roughly seven, seven and a half minutes per speech um, so that they can get the speeches done within that total 30-minute gap. Rather, instead of giving them 7.5 minutes, give them four or five minutes. And then if they go a little bit over time, it's not the end of the world. Um, that's what we did for our wedding, and people still went over time. And it was actually fine because they didn't drag on. So give everyone an allotted amount of time, have your speeches be shorter, and I think you will already have won over all your guests before you even get to the fun dancing part of the wedding just by having shorter speeches. Okay, here's another one. If you want your wedding to be fun for everyone, you also want it to be fun for the kids. So you can have things like kids activities like bubbles or coloring books, you know, things to keep them engaged and interactive, things to keep them entertained during the day. You could even hire an entertainer or a childcare service that doesn't just, you know, kind of look after the kids and put them to bed, but really specializes in, um, you know, giving the kids activities and things to do that will make it so fun for them. 
And I love seeing a kid's table because it means the kids can be hanging out with people that are roughly their own age. They can have their activities, they can have their bubbles. And as long as that kid's table is near the parents so the parents can keep an eye on the kids, everyone will be happy. Okay, if you're going to have a fun wedding, you have to do this. You have to serve your favorite food. So you might be into the fancy plated meals. I know for me and for my husband, that was a big thing. And so we wanted the plated meals. It wasn't a thing we just did because that's what you do. It was a deliberate choice. So we did that. But some people feel like they have to do that and that's where it ends. But maybe there's some other food that you really love and you want to incorporate it into other parts of the day. Things like a popcorn bar, you could have one of those. You could have your tato sandwich packs later in the night, donuts or pizza. So you can have your fancy meal if that's what you want and that's what you know your guests will like. But you can also have the more casual snacky type food that you love, maybe as a midnight snack to keep everyone full of energy and ready to carry on dancing the night away. Something else you can do if you want to have a fun wedding is you can surprise people. Who doesn't love a surprise? Surprises are the types of things that make your guests speak about your wedding for years to come. And here are some ideas of some surprises you could consider. You could have a jaw-dropping fireworks display. Just imagine guests going, oh my gosh, that's amazing. You could have a drum performance, a magician or a mentalist just blowing people's minds, or you could have some kind of interactive dance, like a Kaylee dance or an Irish dance, something like that that just gets guests in the mood to carry on partying. But if you surprise them with something, I guarantee you, your guests will be talking about it for a long, long time. Okay, we just got three more items on the list. Next up, if you want your guests to have a great time at your wedding, make them laugh. This could be by having a caricaturist draw people. Have you ever been drawn by a caricaturist and seen the cartoon version of yourself and not laughed? I guarantee you, your guests will love that. Um, you could have a comedy show if that's something that you are into. It's something you could do during the dinner or during the cocktail reception hour while you're having your pictures taken. Um, you know, your guests could be enjoying a comedy show. Or on a more simple note, when you have wedding signs around the wedding venue, like welcome signs or signs to direct people to the photo booth or to the bathrooms, you could include cute and funny puns in those signs, just things that make guests have a chuckle. Um, that's just a simple way of making them laugh too. Okay, another big one, before we get to the really big one, um, is have a great DJ and band. So it seems really obvious, but if you want to have a wedding that's fun for everyone, you want to know that you've got suppliers like your DJ and your band who will make the party fun. So they know what types of songs will get people going. They're able to read the crowd. So if guests aren't super into a type of music, they can make a shift and change things. But that's one way to keep it fun for everyone is to have a great DJ and band. And finally, this is the second biggest one. So I said the first big one is relax. The second big one is trust your suppliers. I know it sounds weird because we're talking about having a fun wedding. So what does trusting suppliers have to do with having a fun wedding? Well, this is what it is. If you trust your suppliers and you trust that they're going to do a great job because they will, they're professionals, then you're going to be relaxed you're going to have fun. You're not going to be stressing about making everything come together perfectly because other people will be doing that for you. And therefore, your guests will be having a great time. So that's why these two things work really well together. 
If you're relaxed, your guests will be relaxed. But in order for you to be relaxed, you need to trust your suppliers. So always hire professionals, hire people who are worth what you're paying. And then when it gets to the big day, you're not going to be worrying about the details. You'll be trusting your suppliers and having fun in the process. And then so will your guests. Well, thank you for listening today. The Wedding Wednesdays with Weddings Online podcast is produced by me, Kelly, and mixed, mastered, and edited by Glenn Hartman. For more wedding planning tips, advice, checklists, and more, visit weddingsonline.ie.